the myth that sports is not political has been active ever since Hitler hijacked the Olympic Games in 1936 and created it to be his political propaganda platform instead of the event for peace and sport and achieving your dreams. That's David Lega, who won multiple gold medals in swimming at the Paralympics. He's also a Swedish EPP group member of the European Parliament, where he joined in a roundtable on how Vladimir Putin could also use next year's Olympics as a propaganda tool. The Olympic Games survived Hitler's attack in 1936, but I doubt that it will survive again if Putin manages to hijack the Games and use it for his own political ambition. Welcome to the CPP Group podcast with the voices of former sports stars, MEPs, and a veteran diplomat who are calling for the International Olympic Committee to ban Russian and Belarusian athletes from the Paris Games. They say the IOC's decision not to invite the two countries, but to allow their athletes to compete as neutral players, doesn't go far enough. Should be absolutely a no-go. Take it from Rio Terras, a former general and a member of the EPP group. He lived under Soviet rule and knows well how the Kremlin's system works. Many uh, or most of the uh, Russian uh, athletes are members of the army sports club. They, are, they have their ranks in military education. And in the time where Ukrainian soldiers dying, among them uh, I know 262 Ukrainian athletes on the very high Olympic level uh, are killed on the front line. It is not possible that in the same time the Russian athletes will compete with others in Paris Olympic Games. Back in the 90s with the Cold War over, that wasn't an issue for Czech hockey champion Dominik Hasek. We won in the Olympics 1998, you know, with the Czech national team, we won the gold in Nagano. I'm very proud of it. But for Dominik, it is an issue now if Moscow's athletes compete next year. Under today rules and what's going on in Ukraine, unfortunately, they are advertisement for the Putin imperialist war and for his crime, including genocide of Ukrainian children. Not any game in the world, not even the greatest game in the world is more than human life. It's, uh, it's for me, it's, the, it's what I believe. And, that's why I came here with my ideas to European Parliament. In Soviet times, it was uh, sports was used as glorification of the Soviet regime, and today exactly the same. A Putin and Kremlin regime is using sports as glorification. She saw that with her own eyes, Rasa Yuknevichenye, an MEP from Lithuania. She says the Olympic Committee's decision to allow Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete as neutrals still plays into Putin's hands. Because it's a tool like a hybrid warfare, um, you know, to, to show this uh, manipulation of the real image uh, of, of the country. So this reminds me very much. I lived in Soviet times, so I know what does it mean. I always think about Ukrainians who are dying, who are every day dying for our democracies as well. So let's think about them. Maybe less about those athletes or Russian regime, but think about those athletes. Uh, to Just to, uh, to say that they can compete as neutral countries is not fair, also uh, not fair decision. Because what, what does it mean uh, to pretend that nothing happening? Okay, but what about those who say you should keep sports and politics separate? 
Well, in real life, you cannot separate sports and diplomacy. That's longtime diplomat and politician Michael Zantowski. He co-founded the Civic Forum that brought down Czechoslovakia's communist regime and the Velvet Revolution in 1989, then became spokesman for President Václav Havel. Now he's part of a campaign for the Olympic Committee to change its mind. Peace is a fundamental principle of the Olympic movement. So aggression as a crime against peace, as defined by the international law, has no business being at the Olympic Games uh, in any country at any time. For EPP it's very important because it's the question of our value and uh, human rights and uh, the freedom. The EPP group's Mikaela Soydrova of the Czech Republic chaired the roundtable. It is not possible to see how the Russian Belarusian uh, athletes compete uh, uh, on the, under a neutral flag while uh, Russian troops kill uh, civilists in Ukraine. There is not possible uh, to accept that the situation as a normal. So what would be an acceptable alternative? There is position of uh, National Olympic Committee in the Czech Republic, which was agreed. And uh, we would like to uh, raise awareness about this proposal for International uh, Olympic Committee. Uh, how to allow participation, but with clear condition that only those Belarusian and Russian um, athletes can participate who will condemn, who will um, uh, strongly refuse Russian aggression. What we want to present here and spread and to ask colleagues in uh, other member states to support this clear position. David Lega agrees it will take political leadership to give athletes a reason to turn against Putin. Russian athletes can participate in the Games. They can do it under the international refugee flag if they denounce the war and Putin's leadership. What we need to do then as le political leaders, that we need to support them by granting them political asylum afterwards. But they can join the Games. Not easy for Dominik Hasek to call for a ban on fellow athletes. He too wants to leave the door open if they condemn Putin's war. It's very difficult for me to say that Russian and Belarusian athletes don't belong to the Olympics. We need to ban them, but first of all, we need to set up the rules so they can come back and compete with us in the Olympics, but not only in the Olympics, but in all competition. We need to set up the right rules so they are not anymore the advertisement for the war. Tomasz Frankowski, poseł do Parlamentu Europejskiego. Tomasz is a former footballer and a member of the EPP group from Poland. He suspects fear will prevent those athletes from turning against Putin. Ja też jako sportowiec zawodowy I, too, as a professional athlete, wonder in my head how those athletes who have been preparing for four years may feel to play the competition of their lives, compete in it, and win a medal for their country. And it is a difficult decision. However, there is nothing more important than the health and lives of Ukrainian families, who unfortunately have been murdered by the war in Ukraine for over a year now. Wojnę, wojnę na Ukrainie. No, niestety wiemy, że mogli się wypowiedzieć negatywnie i, i 
Well, unfortunately, we know that they could comment negatively and boycott or be against the war in Ukraine, but for some reasons they do not want to do so. Perhaps they are actually afraid and know that their families live in Russia and are somehow forced to support Putin's actions. However, we as the European Parliament must stand on the side of the rule of law, peace, and the war in Ukraine should end. With the hope that Russia and Belarus will someday change, says Rasa Yuknevichinia. I believe that those countries can be different and even democratic in the future. So it's our strategic goal is to keep going, not to be afraid to contain this regime. And containment includes a lot of means, including Olympics. The prospect of hope that things could eventually change. In the meantime, an ardent call to action to get others on board to prevent Putin from hijacking the Olympics. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this EPP Group podcast. I'm Chris Burns.